Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Hello and welcome to Network Marketing is a Scam. Returning to our roots in breaking the chains of mediocrity in the network marketing industry. On this cassette, you'll discover why most distributors quit your organization within 90 days. Why no network marketing company has had true lasting momentum within the last 10 years. Why traditional business owners still don't take you and the network marketing industry seriously. How to ensure that your distributors get to the $300 monthly income milestone in only a few weeks. And much, much more. Your host for this cassette is Dale Calvert. Dale is an MLM veteran who is changing paradigms throughout the network marketing community. In the last five years, Dale and his leadership team have developed a powerful organization of well over 60,000 distributors throughout the United States and Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, Dale Calvert. Hello, this is Dale Calvert, and it's my pleasure to have the opportunity to share a few ideas, concepts, principles, trends that I hope will make a major difference in your network marketing career. I hope that you will not take the title of this cassette uh, in an offensive way. You know, Network Marketing is a Scam is the title of this cassette. It's subtitled, Returning to Our Roots, Breaking the Trends of Mediocrity in the Network Marketing Industry. As I look back over the last 18 years and I look at this industry and I look at the paradigm that the shift that has occurred, it's absolutely amazing. When I got started in the industry, the industry was founded upon truth. The industry was founded upon telling people that, look, it's a three to five year game plan, that you're going to have to roll up your sleeves, that, that there, there's skills that you're going to have to develop that you don't have. There's attitudes that must be developed uh, beyond uh, the attitude of mediocrity that most Americans have. And you have to program your mind for success. And you have to write down goals. And, and, and the, the people were taught the realities of this business. And in my estimation, network marketing, this business, is awesome. We don't have to hype it. We don't have to tell people things that aren't the truth. We don't have to fill up garages to, to become successful. Uh, we can do this business and do it right, and we can truly build passive income that can be passed down to our children and our grandchildren. You know, where can the average person like myself work really hard for three to five years, learn some skills, learn some attitudes, take average intelligence and above average work ethic and the ability to dream? and create total financial independence within a very short period of time. What profession on the face of the earth gives people the opportunity to create both time and income? Time and money. Time and money. Not just income, but the freedom to enjoy that income. 
you know, every profession that you can name in this country, whether it be doctor, lawyer, dentist, chiropractor, engineer, corporate executive, and the list goes on and on. A lot of these professions allow you to make tremendous incomes, but they don't allow you to have the time and the freedom to travel, spend time with people that you care about, and enjoy your income. It's awesome just the way it is. You know, I look back over my life and what's happened for myself and my family in the last 18 years, and I have such a spirit of thankfulness about it. It's been unbelievable. And it's been a long, hard road for me in many ways for many reasons. But hopefully and thankfully, the people that I'm able to work with today, uh, the teachable people, they, they don't have to make all the mistakes that I made through the years. And, and I see people creating in a relatively short period of time within our organization what it took me many, many years to accomplish. And that's very gratifying. It's very fulfilling for me. But as I look at the industry today and I look at the paradigm that existed when I came into the industry, based upon truth and hard work and dedication and loyalty to your company and so on and so forth, and I look today and the people that have entered this industry in the last four, five, six, seven, eight years, that paradigm is completely different. The paradigm for network marketing is completely, totally different today than it was when I started. And the paradigm are based upon hype. It's based upon untruth. It's based upon business practices that are not solid business practices that will ultimately explode your organization, but you're exploding it on a bed of quicksand that will eventually go away. And the mentality, the paradigm that exists in this industry today by the masses is that the way to be successful in network marketing is to find a hot company with a hot product or hot, hot new two-level or binary or whatever marketing plan, jump in that company and ride the wave for six months, a year, 18 months, two years. And when it fizzles out, to jump into another company and ride the wave. And when it fizzles out, jump in another company and ride the wave. You hear recruiting tapes today where people talk about the organization of five or six or 10,000 people that they developed in the other company that they were with. I had one guy call me the other day and said, Dale, this guy that my upline is so hot. I mean, you know, he's built three different organizations of over 10,000 uh, distributors with, with three different companies. Like that was something to brag about. It's unbelievable, the paradigm. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in getting involved in an industry that I have to continually rebuild every two or three years. But for some reason, somehow, that has become the acceptable paradigm in this industry. And I am saying that we have got to return to our roots. How many more trends of mediocrity must we see in this industry before the industry become, comes full circle and returns to the roots that it was founded upon. How many more trends 
before we return to the roots that we were founded upon. You know, I've seen so many companies come and go since 1994 uh, when we started our company. And in 1994, when we started our company, uh, we basically had a, a couple of goals. Number one is we started with some great people, teachable, honest, hardworking people who had almost made it a couple, three times in this industry. And for some reason or another, the companies let them down or the opportunity fizzled out or they went out of business or whatever. But, but I had a group of people that were tremendous people. I mean, just tremendous. Uh, and when we started, we started with 16 people. And we said, you know, we don't care how long it takes. All that we really care about is that we're here 30 years from now. All we really care about is that we build a company based upon truth. That we build a company that will go ahead, go on to feed our children and our grandchildren. That was our ultimate goal with a 30-year game plan to be, be able to build true passive income. And we started in 1994 with 16 great people, uh, the Founders Club. And we built it from the bottom up. And what I mean by that is most of these people were burnt out on the industry or the companies they were with had disintegrated. And after 90 days, nobody in that company was making over $2,000 a month after 90 days in business. In other words, we didn't have masses of distributors to pull over into our respective organizations. But we said we're going to build the most unified field leadership team in the history of network marketing. We're all going to preach and teach the exact same unified system to our people for retailing and recruiting. We aren't going to have the the, the trainer of the month program, and we aren't going to have people out there all teaching different methods and different concepts. We're going to be unified, and we're going to build something that's going to last. And, and I say all that to say this. Five years later, five years later, now think of how odd this is in today's environment. Five years later, all 16 distributors are still with our company, every single one of them. That's rare in itself. That, that anybody would last over a couple of years with one company in today's environment. But five years later, they're all here. They're all, every single one, making a strong six-figure income. Most of them have not recruited anybody in over two years. They're enjoying life. They're traveling around the country. I have one of our leaders that just spent a couple of weeks in England. Last year, the same couple spent a month in China. Have another one of our couples, uh, Jim and Kathy Jones, that spent the whole month of uh, February in Maui, Hawaii. We're living the lifestyle that we once only dreamed about. And what, why I say that is because that's what's available when you take the time to build it right. When you take the time and you understand, and this is what this industry must come to grips with, that our products are true product. All of us have the same product. And it's not toothpaste or skin care or pycnogenol or multivitamins or anything like that. And it doesn't matter how many research scientists say this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. None of that matters. 
the reality of this industry is that our real product is a well-trained distributor that we are in the leadership development business we are in the people development business our product is our people and we must take the time to find the right people with the desire with the determination and teach them systematically the, the, the skills and attitudes necessary for success long term in this business because 99% of the people that come into network marketing have the skills and attitudes to fail and if we don't teach them correct methods correct concepts and correct principles instead of building them teaching them how to build their organization on sand if we don't start teaching them truth and reality and start telling people what they need to hear not necessarily what they want to hear we, we, we're going to have a short-term business we're going to have a short-term business and that's the bottom line and we all have got to return to that root the roots of this business which is personal development retailing holding meetings everything that is unpopular in today's environment and I can tell you this that the industry is full of people that are good solid honest hard-working people that are hungry hungry for the truth you know whatever happened to new concept and travel emprise truly special quorum uh, lifetronics you know the larry thompson program share the magic univita nutramedics feed america global health gold unlimited rocky mountain gold travel max perfect health outback secrets was which was the first two-level pay plan by the way uh, ibc destiny communications which was huge and then more recently jewel way and one source uh, one source is the uh, the laundry ball program just let me share with you while we're talking about one one source uh, the book the magazine that was put out by the uh, editors of success and upline magazine network marketing was simply the name of the magazine it hit the newsstands all over the country uh, late this summer i'm sitting here looking at it the cover here with duff and susie castor uh, on the front the date on the magazine is july 23rd 1998 this cassette tape is being done on july the or excuse me september the 22nd and uh, just a tremendous tremendous publication great credibility uh, to the industry uh, fabulous fabulous publication uh, one that every network marketer that's been around in the last six months or so has probably seen and probably owns a copy of it. If you look at the back cover of this particular issue of Network Marketing Magazine, there's a, there's a full page color back, back advertisement for one source, which has since gone out of business. Uh, they didn't last very long at all. But it's got Jim Fobar and one source. And uh, I'm just going to share just a couple of things because I can make a real strong point here that I think is so critical. And it, it gives three different testimonies here. And one of them, it lists a gentleman who has earned $130,000 with one source in six months. Uh, the other one, 
uh, list another gentleman who's earned 300000 in the first eight months. And let me simply make this point, because this is so important that especially people that are new to the industry understand that if somebody's making 130000 in six months or 300000 in eight months with any program out there, I can guarantee you that people have stacked up in their garage a lot more product than they need to do the business, bottom line. There's a garage full of something somewhere all over the country. Now, that's just the way it is. You cannot create those type of incomes without some form of front-end loading. Legitimately, it cannot last. We can look at the look at the corms, look at the water and air filtration systems, look at the past. You can't build long-term passive residual, residual income for your family with a program like that. And, of course, this one didn't last very long at all, and they're already out of business. Uh, it's unbelievable to me what this industry has turned into. I'm just going to share with you a couple of faxes I've gotten on my fax machine this week. You know, this one, Omaha Cigarettes. Cigarettes go MLM. Native Tobacco announces the first marketing of Omaha Cigarettes. Well, that's a tremendous high-credibility product that's going to attract the masses. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Here's another one. $20 puts you in 20 companies, worldwide opportunity. You never have to talk to anyone if you don't because you can participate in our company fax program. Refer to them to our live conference call. It's a total lottery mentality. Let's just take $20, throw it at it, and see what happens. $20 puts you in 20 companies? Sure. Sure. 99% of the people in this industry making $10,000 or more per month are doing it with one company. Bottom line. Bottom line. Here's another one. Beanie Babies goes MLM. One-time $39 fee. Beanie Babies? Yeah, I'm a legitimate small business owner. I've been struggling. I like the network marketing industry, and I look at something like this, and all it does is for those people outside the industry is what it does to me, and that's turned my stomach. This one beats all. How to make $8.9 million or less. How to make $8.9 million or more, excuse me, in less than a year in network marketing. Sure. What legitimate business person on the face of the earth is going to buy into that hype? But my fax machine daily is is is... is, is is, is, for lack of a better description, puking up this kind of stuff. And it makes me sick because it makes the entire industry, the entire industry look scammy, look like a scam. And, and ladies and gentlemen, we have got to change this. Network marketing is the most awesome business on the face of the earth truthfully, done truthfully, telling people the truth. We don't have to hype this and it, it's just it's just absolutely discouraging i need to share with you one quick fax that i just got today i'm sure many of you have seen this product and gotten this fax also but this absolutely uh, uh does more to to communicate to you what i'm trying to communicate uh, than anything else i can share with you because it's the foundation for this for this cassette it's on uh, it's history making herbal viagra Herbal Viagra, just a side note, how long do you think from a trademark standpoint they're going to be able to use that name before they get into trouble? But regardless, 
It says, if you, and this is important, this is so important, ladies and gentlemen. It says, if you missed out on the Phoenix cookie, thigh cream, colloidal minerals, noni juice, thermogenics, pycnogenol, and the most famous of all, dead doctors don't lie tape, now is your chance to be, now is a chance to let history be on your side. And see, I ask you, what is wrong with that frame of mind? What is wrong with that paradigm? What is wrong with with that way of thinking? And see, this is this is acceptable. This is the paradigm that everyone in this industry, especially those who've entered in the last five, six, seven, eight years, have. Again, the concept is we jump from this one to that one to the next one. See, and when I read this, what I see is if you built it with the Phoenix cookie and watched it fall apart and you built it with thigh cream and watch it fall apart, and if you built it with colloidal minerals and noni juice and thermogenics, and, and you sent out the Dr. Rosequist tape, and you built it with pycnogenol, and you built it with the dead doctor's tape, and you watched it all fall apart, now's your chance to build it with us and watch it fall apart again. It doesn't make sense. See, this paradigm is accepted in this industry and it's all wrong because in the process we're, we're taking good people and, and they're getting involved in these programs and they're watching them fall and rise and they're getting burnt out. If they aren't at the top of the pyramid, of the tape mailing pyramid, then, then they get burnt and they lose faith and they don't even have a paradigm. They don't even understand that this business doesn't have to be that way, that there can be passive income created in this business. See, if if this was my ad, I would say if you missed out on the Amway Corporation, if you missed out on the Shackley Corporation, if you missed out on Mary Kay or Melaleuca, then here's your chance to build it one time, build it solid with a solid company with a 30-year game plan that will in, where you can build an organization that will feed your children and grandchildren. Amway, Shackley, Mary Kay, Melaleuca, and a few others have bragging rights. The rest of these companies have not created anything that I want. I'm not into building it, watching it fall apart, and have to turn around and build it over and over and over and over. And that has become acceptable in this industry, and that is not the foundation on which this industry was founded upon. What I want to do is I want to talk to you about the trends that I've observed in the last 18 years in this industry. Uh, before I do, just let me give you a quick commercial. Those of you that pulled out that network marketing magazine that was published by Success and Upline, uh, on page 77, you'll see a, a three-quarter page ad uh, that we placed in there. It's of our training program, our generic training program called Confessions of a Network Marketing Millionaire. And uh, just the, the, the response that we've gotten back from the MLM community regarding this training has just been overwhelming. It's just been awesome. And uh, it's just really been something else. And just wanted to point that out to you. You may want to, if you're serious about this industry, I would, I would recommend this series, obviously, since, uh, since I did it. But uh, again, it's on page, what I say here, 70, 77 in the Network Marketing Magazine. 
Also, if you want to find out more about this, uh, you can do so at our website, which is mlmhelp, mlmhelp, H-E-L-P dot com. I want to talk about trends that I've seen in this industry, and I want to share a few with, with you real quickly. The first trend, and I believe this, I believe in the 50s that this industry was founded upon truth, upon personal development, upon hard work, and teaching distributors the skills and attitudes necessary for long-term success. Amway, Shackley, and Mary Kay were all started in the 50s, and they were not built overnight. And I realize there were some companies prior to Mary Kay and Shackley, but that's who I'm using for examples. Primary, primarily, primarily, their growth came in the mid to late 70s. Mid to late 70s is when they had their growth spurt. They never really hit critical mass. Uh, critical mass, critical mass, in my opinion, is just, uh, uh, I'm not saying that it doesn't occur, but think about this. There's not been one company in the United States, in the United States, that has hit and maintained critical mass. Not one. Not one. And what happened is this industry changed. The people within the industry changed, and, and we started to think, how can we create bigger checks faster? That was the paradigm change. Instead of building upon truth, personal development, three- to five-year game plan, work hard, roll up your sleeves, and a tremendous future is ahead of you, we started figuring out how can we create bigger checks faster and telling people they can get rich in three or four, five, six months. And understand this law. Understand this law. The faster the check rises in network marketing, the quicker the check falls. The faster the check rises, the quicker it falls. So we saw the evolution of the second trend that I've observed over the last 18 years in this industry. And in the 80s, we went from truth to trend number two, which was front-end loading. And we've seen companies like Metafresh, where people stacked up crates and crates of this powdered milk in their garage. USA Vitamin, New Skin, NSA with the water and air filtration systems, Quorum, and many, many others. And people started buying in 2,000, 5,000, 25,000, 35,000. I know people that bought $135,000 worth of NSA products. And we started stacking people's garage and we started earning a year's commission in some cases on one hit. And we come in and, and people started loading people's garages up and they started drawing bonuses on that purchase, not on the retail to the end user, but on that purchase. And they didn't care. It doesn't matter whether you go out and move that product or not because next month they're going to recruit four or five or six more people, fill up their garage and make another eight, ten, twelve, fifteen thousand or more depending upon what type of recruiter they are. And what you saw is people going around the country. Nobody's teaching anything. Nobody's sharing with people and bring them down the road and teach them the skills and attitudes necessary for success in this business. They just started loading people's garages up with products, drawing royalties, and next month doing it all over again. But that, again, is building a business on sand, and there's no way it can stand the test of time. 
Now let me talk about Herbalife just for a minute because with Herbalife they had a $3,000 buy-in. You could become a supervisor and you could draw 50%. You could get everything at 50% discount. You could make 50% on all your retail sales. And Herbalife never got into trouble really from a front-end load program because they considered it positioning, and I agree, I agree, because with a diet product, it's night and day compared to skincare or, or alarms or, or, or uh, uh, filtration systems that are going to end up at the flea market at 90% of cost. So with, with a hot diet product, you can move that product quick and you continue to turn that inventory. And for some people, positioning made sense in Herbalife, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But what the, the the bottom line is, is with the wrong product line and the wrong people purchasing it, then you end up uh, on on Inside Edition, like some companies have, and, and interviewing these people that can't get in their garage because they've got crates full of products that they don't have a clue how to sell and should have never bought in the first place. Because of government regulations, uh, in, in the early 90s, that came to an end to some degree of the massive front-end low programs. There's still programs out there today where you can buy a thousand or two thousand dollars worth of products, which I consider to be, in most cases, front-end load. Uh, but and there's still companies out there that do that today. A lot of the binaries. You know, you buy 1,200 in this business center and 1,200 in this business center, and before you know it, you spend eight or nine thousand dollars, and you have these business centers. And sometimes it works out, but the majority of times it doesn't. But there's not the 25, 35, 135 thousand dollar buy-ins that we saw in the 80s, in the early 80s. Now, what has happened throughout the 90s, in my estimation? This industry has been searching, searching for a new trend. And in so doing, it has created an entirely new trend that I call the trend towards mediocrity. And ladies and gentlemen, we must recognize this trend towards mediocrity and we must, we must break what I, break the chains of mediocrity. We have got to to, to build long-term success in this industry. The stories over the last few years, last 10 years or so, we don't have the long-term passive income success stories that, that, that were created out of this industry in its infancy. And it's time to return to that. It's time to return to the truth. You know, this industry started telling people uh, the wrong thing and especially in the last few years there's been so many trends towards mediocrity and I'm going to talk about a few but before I do I just want to share a article with you and again this article and all articles I talk about can be found at, at our website at mlmhelp.com mlmhelp.com this is by Leonard Clements a uh, fabulous article the, the title of it is The Land of 10,000 Unrecruited Heavy Hitters. I'm just going to read a segment from it again. The, the article in its entirety can be found on the website. Now listen to this, because this is the trend that's been created throughout the 90s. It says, Today there's a constant flow of distributors from company to company. 
those who migrate like gypsies from program to program, always looking for the better deal. And this segment of the MLM population is huge. The result is that many companies increase in sales volume and distributor count each month, but it's usually at the expense of another MLM program. There are a number there are a number of examples of companies that experienced growth that came primarily from the fallout of another MLM company. The people's network grows, quorum shrinks. Vitatonics and new visions grow, Metal shrinks. USANA grows, Voxa shrinks. Natural world is growing much at the expense of Melaleuca. Likewise, with Life Plus growth in 1994, which came at the expense of care. Gold Unlimited goes away, and dozens of other gold and silver programs get a jump start. The examples are endless. Really, no company has experienced legitimate momentum in the last few years. Not like Herbalife in 1983 or NSA in 87 and 88, or New Skin in 91, or to a lesser extent, Quorum and Melaleuca in 92 and 93. The point here is that these companies created this momentum by bringing in massive amounts of new distributors from outside the industry, and as a result, the industry grew as well. But not today, at least not like in the 80s and early 90s. Today, everybody seems to be into retreading existing distributors over and over and dreaming about landing the big heavy hitter. The industry has become sluggish, lazy, one filled with a lot of spoiled opportunists looking for something as close to nothing as possible. And the companies and the opportunities available to them have exploited and perpetuated this to no end. What's what's Lynn saying here? He's saying that the opportunities, how they exploited this, because they have created programs that appeal to the mediocrity in this lazy, sluggish distributor base. Where there once was an industry made up of merit-based opportunities that rewarded those who worked hard, retailed, and actually trained and supported their downline, there is now an industry full of fluff programs with token products that will basically sell you the farm for a small monthly purchase. I can tell that is right on. You know, small monthly purchase, $40, $50, $100.unbelievable, uh, unbelievable. Internal consumption, no retailing, taking the retail out. It's unbelievable what has happened. And I do not know why people don't see it. And I had someone tell me the other day, a heavy hitter. He said, Dale, it's not that we don't see it. It's just the fact, unfortunately, that we don't care. Well, I'll tell you what, I care. I care about the good, honest, hardworking people that understand passive income, that understand that, that it's going to take hard work and who've been out there beating their head against the wall three, four, five years because people are sitting back 
teaching them to mail out postcards or cassettes, and they've got thousands of people doing that while they're sitting at the top of the cassette tape or postcard pyramid getting rich, and the other people are spending more than they're making. I get so tired of people saying, Dale, how much do I have to spend for your co-op? Or how much do I have to spend for this or that or the other? And I, I say, tell people, I spend, you only spend your profits for advertising. Nothing else. You don't spend grocery money. You spend profits. So what has been created again is the trend towards mediocrity that's been throughout the 90s. You know, this industry started telling people they could sit home, mail out postcards, cassettes, letters, and hide behind their computer screen and get rich. And, and we try to give it this fancy name of, you know, we're, we're, we're wave three network marketers. No, you're naive is what you are. You're naive. You're naive. I'm not saying that there's not a place because there is for postcard mailings and audio tape mailings once a person has requested it. I don't believe in blind audio, audio cassette tape mailings. Uh, you're going to spend more than you will ever make. Uh, there is a place for Wave 3 technology, and Wave 3 technology is critically important in this industry, but not if you don't teach people once they have developed a certain attitude and a certain skill. The easiest way to burn out distributors is throw them into a co-market environment. They'll spend more money than they'll ever make, and they aren't going to last over 90 days. They just aren't going to do it. And those of you that will stop and, and look at this, stand back and look at the entire situation, you know, it's hard to argue with this. And the bottom line is, you know, do we care enough to change it? Do we care enough to break the chains of mediocrity that's all through this industry. The third trend, or the first trend of mediocrity, excuse me, the third trend overall, again, the first trend was based upon truth, the second trend was front-end loading, and the third trend is all sorts of what I call the trends towards mediocrity. And it's the concept of internal consumption, or what companies have done, is removed the retailing the retail opportunity from their marketing plans. In other words, you sign an application, put you in the company for free, you can order directly from the company, buy it wholesale, and so Joe gets involved and the average Joe goes out and he's all fired up and excited and he signs up 10 people and those 10 people sign an application, they order products directly from the company. The company's obviously done well, but Joe doesn't make a dime on their purchases except for small bonuses, but there's no retail profit to him. No retail profit to him. It's absolutely unbelievable. And here's why. I know why. I know why the companies have removed retailing because people don't like to retail. You know, I had a conversation with the top money earner of a two-level company. He's in the top ten money earners. And he said, Dale, how much... How many people do they, does your people in your company have to sponsor to make $300? And I know what he was referring to. He'd read the article, The $300 Solution, which is a fabulous article. Uh, let me go ahead and share that with you. I 
I'm just going to share uh, a, a little bit of this article. It's available in its entirety again on MLMHealth.com. But let me finish my story here. He said, "How much do, do they have to uh, retail?" And I said, uh, "He said, how much do they? How many people they have to recruit to make three hundred dollars?" I said, zero. And he said, "What?" I said, zero. He said, Dale, that can't be right. You have to sponsor somebody if you're going to get a check. I said, zero. We have people come in every single week, make three, four, five, six hundred dollars their first month and never sponsor a soul. And he stopped stop for a few minutes and he said, well, I hope you aren't talking about retailing because I hate to retail. And I wanted to scream over the phone, you aren't the issue. You aren't the issue. I don't care what you like to do or what you don't like to do. It's what the masses of people that come into your organization, they need the retail money. They need the retail money. And it doesn't, and, and I know why you don't like to retail, because you got toothpaste and shampoo and overpriced skincare products, and you don't have a hot diet product. And, for more information on that, there's a tape that I did called The Secret to Network Marketing, and again, you can request that on the website. I'm not going to get into all that, but let me share this article with you because it's so important. This is fundamentally so sound, so sound. It's by Randolph Bird. It, it was in Upline Magazine the first time I saw it, and I'm just going to share a couple of key statements here. It says, the key to having distributors stay in your organization is to get them to the benchmark of $300 as quickly as possible, ideally within three to six months. Your training, go-setting, and business-building strategies should be focused on that first all-important milestone. People who make $300 a month in this business stick around. People who don't, don't. It's that simple. Why don't most network marketers ever get to $300 a month? Lack of knowledge about this industry and how network marketing really works. All of which leads to unrealistic expectations. The common pie-in-the-sky, get-rich-quick approach can set your new distributor up for failure almost immediately. This creates a lottery mentality that in turn creates delusional dreams about what this business has to offer and dashes them. Uh, this is a fabulous article. If you've not read it, I highly recommend it. It is just awesome. And when we take away retail opportunity, the retail opportunity from the masses of distributors within our organization, we take away their chances. We reduce their chances for success by 75-80% in my estimation. Bottom line. Bottom line. Just to share another article with you, it's called Whatever Happened to Retail and Network Marketing. It's by Dr. Kevin Campbell. It says, back in 1975, when I first began my love affair with network marketing, I was taught to develop retail customers first before looking to sponsor distributors. Now, 23 years later, I see a trend away from retail and more towards a wholesale user philosophy. I think this may be the number one reason why the majority of people who join an MLM company drop out within 90 days. Amen. They have been set up to fail before they ever get started. 
Developing 10 or more retail customers is the first real win a new distributor will experience. Retailing will also provide the first initial cash flow so vital in the motivation of the new distributor. Most of the new companies, last five, six years, most of the new companies in this industry are focused on teaching their distributors how to recruit new distributors. They are actually putting the cart before the horse and synthesizing their new distributors to almost certain failure. Industry leaders Don Fowler, Dale Calvert, and Joe Schroeder all preach the importance of developing friend customers. When we remove the retail from this industry, we're taking away the initial success of the masses. Retail profits create babysitting money. Retail profits create an advertising budget. Retail profits create cash to buy the business tools, to get on the company voicemail system. You know, philosophy that we teach, you only use profits to build your business with. And, I, and that's the only way we can teach that concept is because of a true retail opportunity. Internal consumption is, does not work. Bottom line, it doesn't work. This industry was founded upon truth and was founded upon having a retail opportunity. And I can hear a lot of you right now saying, Dale, Dale, I hate the retail. I don't like the retail. And what you have to understand is you aren't the issue. Network marketing is about duplication. And the masses, not you maybe, but the masses must be able to put retail cash in their pocket so we can keep them around for 90 days or so until they can start developing the skills and attitudes necessary to start recruiting and developing an organization. 80%, 80%, actually it's 83.5% or so of our distributors come from the retail opportunity. In our organization, in our company, 83.5% of the people from the studies that we've done are retail customers first, and then we back them into the business. They get sold on the product. They love the product. They enjoy the product. I saw a statistic here uh, from the Direct Sales Association a couple months ago, and it said 90, think about this, 90% of the people that join a network marketing company do so because they love the products. They do so because they love the products. How can you find those people? Key question. How can you find those people if you aren't selling any? If you're just internal consumption buying from yourself instead of the grocery store, how can you find those 90% of the people who join your organization? Again, this is truth. We've got to return back to the truth and tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Granted, the masses want to hear that they can sit home, use the product themselves, and get rich. But reality, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Second trend towards mediocrity. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but oh, the second trend that we saw, especially in 93, 94, 95, in that time period, was sit home, Mail out cassette tapes, you know, and get rich. It started in the 90, early 90s and went right through 94, 95, 96, all through that period, 
You know, whatever happened to the Ray Cassano tape, Dead Doctors and Dr. Rosequist? Sit home, mail out cassettes, and get rich. Now, I am going to just cover a couple of articles real quickly. Again, they're available on the website. Uh, there's more besides these. But I, you have to understand this paradigm. And we could say, sit home, mail out postcards, and get rich. It can be postcards, it can be booklets, or it can be audio tapes. Whatever you want to choose, that's the paradigm. And unfortunately, it still exists a little bit, but not as much as it did just a few years ago. I also have a cassette tape entitled Why You Can't Build a Network Marketing Organization Mailing Cassettes. And it goes into a lot more detail on this. And again, that cassette is also available on the web's website. Listen to this. This is by John Milton Fogg from Upline Magazine. It says, you send me your little hot 12-minute tape. Did I listen? Yes, I did. Did I like it? Sure. I'll give you $50 to become a distributor to buy some initial inventory of tapes and more tapes and send them to all my 8,205 people on my Christmas card list. Now what? In less than six months, I have an exploding network of tapers, ordinary men and women who have mastered the extraordinary prospecting by tape system, pioneered by technology. Successful prospecting alone does not a network marketing marketer make. The tapes are probably the best way in the world to get people interested in the business because they're so simple and duplicatable. And I agree with that statement 100%. But unless your prospecting success is followed by teaching the knowledge of network marketing in the business and building people skills in short term, in, in, it's a short term, get rich quick pyramid scheme where a few make money at the cost of many. A business built on sand. It takes more than sending out tapes and faxing back signed applications to make your network marketing business last. Much more, much more. Another article real quick. This is from the Network Trainer, which is another fine publication. The title of the article is Let's Ask Miss MLM. It's by Lauren Whitmore. The title of the... Uh, the subtitle of the article is, What's the Secret, Baby, It's You. It says, Dear Lauren, I've been working, struggling, and learning the network marketing industry for two years plus, and I'm beginning to feel weary and desperate. My initial excitement about working MLM has muddled. I've been in many programs in two years and think I'm starting to see a trend. About a year ago, I ran out of friends and family I had the courage to approach I was told mailing tapes and postcards was, was the best way to work this business. So I bought mailing lists and began doing just that. I'm discovering that there seems to be a large group of people, no kidding, who've also received this advice and are doing the same thing. The problem seems to be that each time I join a new program and I spend money and effort mailing to the people on the list, the people on the list are doing the same thing as I. Sometimes I do get a few of them in my downline, but they don't seem, seem to stay very long. Or they join and do nothing. Most of the people join another program in 90 days. We all seem to be buying and mailing out the hottest new audio or videotape about the hottest, latest product or idea. I can't believe how many audios and videos I receive on a weekly basis. How can anyone, this is so important, how can anyone build residual income doing this? 
Is it too late to make any money in network marketing? Calvin C. Hobbs. Ladies and gentlemen, this describes, in my estimation, 80 to 90% of the network marketers in this country. And what we've been, what we're, what we're teaching people, what is not the truth. And, and, and by teaching them this, all we're doing is burning them out on this industry. And what's happening is somebody is sitting at the top, at the top of that tape or postcard pyramid, and everybody else is spending more money than they're making, and the person at the top is the one raking it in. I'm going to send you another, or share with you another article. This is not on the website. Uh, this is from actually a book. Uh, one of my downline members sent it to me, and uh, he made a couple comments, and I'll go through this real quickly. It says, success through tape mailing requires numbers. Those most successful mail to 50,000 or more names with the exception of, a, with the expectation of attracting a dozen or so aces who will go on to build a large organization. Now, it gives us example and I'm going to share this with you. It says, using such a tape and it mentions this gentleman, I'm not going to mention his name, did three mailings of 190,000, 120,000, and 250,000 cassettes over a six-month period, financing his mailings from an ever-growing co-op of distributors and investors pulling their resources. And he's got a side note out here, robbing little old ladies of their 401k. When the dust settled at the end of eight months, he had sponsored 183 front-line distributors, which absolutely does makes no sense. Why not stack those people in depth and help some people in your organization instead of putting it all front-line to you? And that's a whole other topic I could go off on. 183 frontline distributors and had massed an organization of 5,500 people in all. 13 of the company's top 15 money earners were found in the mix providing this gentleman with a monthly check in the $25,000 range. And then my, my downline's got a note here, all of which are gone today. The whole thing eventually fell apart and it's all gone today. I tell you, I did this in, in Canada, Toronto, Canada, last week. I was sharing some of this information. And I talked about how if sending cassette tapes work, then why don't we continue to get the Rosequist tape and the Cassano tape and the Dead Doctors tape and so on. And what happens, ladies and gentlemen, is that basically the ultimate tape pyramid is, is sent. Everybody in the country has them. And then before you know it, the whole thing crumbles from the bottom up and it's over. And if you're going to do it, you have to do it all over again. I was getting so many dead doctor's tapes, sometimes 8, 10, 15 or more a day, that I got a cassette box that would hold 100 tapes and I started putting these dead doctor tapes in. I got 100 of those tapes. And finally, the last person that sent me the 100th tape, I took their name and address off the back of the tape, threw a note in there, you need these more than I do, threw it back and mailed the whole box right back to them. <laughs> I was talking to one of the gentlemen that 
that actually uh, duplicates these cassettes. He said, Dale, there's enough dead doctor's tapes that have been uh, uh, reproduced for every man, woman, and child in the United States to have three of them. It simply doesn't work. It doesn't work. And we keep teaching people this strategy that will never build passive income. I was coming home last weekend, and I looked in the USA Today, September 11th, 1998 issue. This was the, I couldn't believe it. I just talked about this the day before. I picked up the Friday issue, the weekend issue. I just talked about this on a Saturday, and this was an ad that I pulled out of USA Today. It says, Doctor Recommended, 1994 Roquist tape equals dollars. 1995, Casano tape equals dollars. 1996, Dead Doctors tape equals dollars. The 1998 blockbuster, Nature's Miracle Molecule equals dollars. Find out what experts are saying. This is the next mother load, free audio call. And see, this type of mentality, yeah, I built it with, with the Rosequist tape, it fell apart. I built it with the Casano tape, it fell apart. I built it with the Dead Doctors tape, it fell apart. Now let me build it with the blockbuster nature's molecule tape and watch it all fall apart again. It, it seems so simple for me to understand. And I heard somebody say, but Dale, they just don't care. Well, I care. I care the fact that we're burning out too many good people and, and we're teaching them methods and concepts and principles that will not work long term, period. Mediocrity trend 2A or 3, 3B, excuse me, will sit home and mail out cassettes and get rich. Mediocrity trend number three, we'll call it 3C. If you don't, this is, this is the, this is the big one. You don't have to attend or conduct weekly meetings with our company. <laughs> you don't have to attend or conduct weekly meetings with our company. You don't have to attend or conduct weekly meetings with our company. I first heard this concept with a tape entitled, many of you probably got it, you love MLM but you hate meetings. Let me say this right up front. This is common sense, ladies and gentlemen. Common sense. Common sense. The goal in network marketing is to build a nationwide and eventually worldwide organization and move as much product through that organization on a retail basis to an end customer as possible to create commissions and bonuses back to you that will be there through the repeat business to feed your children and grandchildren. That's the bottom line. That, In my estimation, that's what the go in network marketing is, to build an organization worldwide. And we're going to talk about the United States just for example purposes. But let me ask you a question. If your organization, this is so common sense, and we have bought this, the industry has bought this concept of no meetings, hook, line, and sinker. People have the gall to put it in their ads. It's everywhere. No meetings. No retailing. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No success is what they're saying. Okay. If I'm going to build a nationwide organization of distributors, do I want a network of 50, 70, 100, 200 meetings throughout the United States that I can plug those distributors in every single week to bring prospects to and for training, to expose the opportunity and for training, or do I not want to have that support structure in place? Bottom line, cut and dry. Would you rather have that kind of support structure 
or would you rather not have that support structure? Now, it doesn't take a mental heavyweight to figure that one out. Why, then, are we, why has this trend of no meetings taken over the industry? Because what are we doing? As Lynn Clements said, we're, we're appealing to the lazy network marketer who doesn't want to get off his couch, get in his car, and go learn how to do this business properly. And people say, well, yeah, but Dale, people just don't like to go to meetings anymore. And I, this is my bottom line. There's only two reasons. Only two reasons. And understand this. This is worth writing down. It's because you have a lousy meeting or the wrong people. One or the other. I'm telling you, our network, we have over 80 meetings throughout the United States. They're all done exactly the same. They're unified. They're exciting. They're, 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 and people can't wait to get there. They can't wait to get there because we have good training done every week after the opportunity meeting and we're teaching people the skills and attitudes necessary for success in this business. Don't tell me that people won't come to meetings anymore. People are getting up every day, going to work 40, 50 hours a week, and then they're going to classes at night to learn how to repair TVs or work on computers or whatever. The right people are at night school every night. Where can you go in this country and develop a six-figure income without education? The meetings provide the education to teach the skills and attitudes necessary for success. Period. This has been, this is unbelievable to me that intelligent network marketers that have been around some for many years can jump on this no meetings bandwagon. Again, it's because you had the wrong people or a lousy meeting. One of the two. I could go on and on about this. I'm not going to, but just ask yourself this. Name one company that has had consistent growth, consistent growth for over three years that has a philosophy no meetings required. I know of none. The fourth mediocrity trend, we're going to call it trend 3E, is gimmick marketing plans. Gimmick marketing plans. We've seen, we've seen a whole array of those, starting with uh, binary, two-level pay plans, and I could go on and on and on. And what we're trying to do is get people checks quicker. And, and uh, we've seen all types of, all different types and all different forms of, of marketing plans. And ladies and gentlemen, here's the bottom line. Understand this. Understand this. It doesn't matter what the marketing plan pays. You can pay 110% on the first level and 300% on the second level. If you do not teach your distributor base the skills and attitudes necessary for success in this industry, the marketing plan doesn't mean anything. Marketing plans don't make you successful. Hot products don't make you successful. To build an organization of people, it's teaching people the leadership skills, the attitudes, the, the business building skills necessary for long-term success. Nothing else matters. 
everything else is short term. Gimmick marketing plans. I'm just going to talk about two of the of the gimmicks. Uh, I'm talk about binary real real briefly, and let me say up front, there's some very credible uh, binary programs in the marketplace, no question about it. Uh, and then we've seen an influx over the last few years of these two-level pay plans. Uh, let me just share with you an article. Again, this, this article is just, it's fabulous. It is on the website. It's again by Lynn Clements. It's called MLM Gimmicks, The Truth Behind Those Screwy Deals. And I'm just going to talk about two-level pay plans or hear what Glenn, uh, Lynn has to say, excuse me, about the two-level pay plans. Says there's only two possible paths the two or three level program can take. They get really big or they don't. If they don't, that's not not good. If they do, then it is inevitable that their leading distributors will develop large downlines. And what do you think happens when the top distributors look at their genealogy and of 10,000 people, they realize that 9,500 of them are completely out of their pay range. What happens when their $30 per distributor earnings ratio drops to under a buck and they figure out that they they had had the same group in a six or seven level plan, they'd be making three or four times the income. What happens is exactly what has happened to literally every two or three level plan in MLM history over one year old. Their leaders leave and the program crumbles or they add more depth to their payout. Voyager changes outback secret and personal wealth systems are just a few recent examples of one outcome or the other. And I could go on and on and on about that. Uh, it's just a trend towards mediocrity. I was talking with a gentleman before I came over here to the studio tonight, and he said, Dale, he said, I know somebody that's got 900 people in a uh, two-level plan, and by the way, it was four more. And he said, of the, of the 900, 35 are active. In other words, they've sponsored at least three people, the most being six, and all of the rest have sponsored one or less and I only say that to say this again it doesn't matter what the pay plan pays if people don't have a culture of personal development of growth of truth to build and to grow as a person to develop their skills and attitudes it doesn't matter what the pay plan pays as far as binary uh, again binary overall uh, there's some good companies out there, a couple, uh, but the problem that I have with binaries, when you hear people talk about binary plans, they all say, I put in this much, and I got back that much. I put in, I got back. To me, that sounds like a pyramid. If you look at history, see, binary, I'm still not convinced uh, what has happened to three of the largest binary companies in this industry over the last few years, the three of the largest, if not the largest, they have developed to a point where they come under tremendous government scrutiny and they never recover from it. Gold Unlimited, Destiny, and more recently Jewelway all came under government scrutiny and they were all either put out of business or went out of business because 
of the government scrutiny. And binaries, when you're involved in a binary plan, uh, you know, and you could go into all the problems with flushing volume and, and I could go runaway legs and I could get into all that, which I'm not going to. The bottom line with the binary plan is this. Personally, for me, I do not want to put my family's future involved with a marketing plan concept that is going to come under government scrutiny that may or may not be here three, five, six, ten years down the road. I, again, I think there's some very credible binary companies out there. There are, no question about it, and they're trying to do things right. But sometimes good people st still are going to run into problems. That's all I'm going to say about binary. The last trend towards mediocrity, and I've seen this more, I guess, in the last couple of years than any other time, and we'll call it 3F, is the trend towards celebrity credibility. And the company brings in a celebrity. Their name will bring a group of naive distributors into that organization for a period of time until that credibility or to that celebrity uh, pulls all they can pull and they have all the drawing power they can have and then it, it then eventually they got to get on with doing it right or they're going to decline drastically most d decline drastically and here's how I feel about it ladies and gentlemen I I think it gives the industry credibility the fact that such accomplished people and other professions and other businesses are, are coming to this industry and using their name to build a second income stream, I think it gives the whole industry credibility. I really do. And, and I hope more that more will come. Okay, so I want to make that point very clear. I really do. I think the fact, and I'm going to use this gentleman because I respect him, bought his book years ago, but the fact that Robert Allen is involved in network marketing, I think, gives the, the, the industry itself credibility. And I've heard stories, I don't know if it's Robert Allen or Robert Allen's wife, but I know I get a fax from his desk every day, from the desk of Robert Allen. So whatever, the bottom line is the fact that he's involved gives this industry credibility. And I think all of these people, for the most part, it gives the industry credibility. And people will run to that name. Uh... In our company, we have a little housewife named Carol Ely down in Corbin, Kentucky. Uh, population 7,000. Uh, Carol has been in this industry now seven years. In the last couple years, uh, she has made in excess of $200,000 a year passive income because product is being retailed to an end user. It's not because of what's being stacked up in the garage somewhere. Built a tremendous, tremendous organization. Uh, no network marketing background whatsoever. She was a housewife for many years. We have a plumber down in Louisville, Kentucky. Had a plumbing business for eight or nine years. Got involved with our company. Uh, today's making in excess of $30,000 a month. Uh, we have a veterinarian that had a couple of animal hospitals. Uh, very successful veterinary practice. Uh, ended up selling them both full-time with us. Today, he and his family make in excess of $30,000 a month. And here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. If I'm going to get involved with a network marketing company, I would much rather learn 
if I'm going to learn how to do this business, I don't want someone who wrote a book on the vitamin Bible. This book is not about, or, or this industry is not, you know, I tell our people, don't read books about herbs and vitamins. Read them about leadership. This is a leadership development business. I'm not saying don't have product knowledge, but I'm saying that has nothing to do with the development of your organization. It's about leadership development. That's the bottom line. And I, you know, I, I don't want a fitness expert or a memory expert or a real estate expert or a professional speaker or someone who wrote a book on vitamins or an Olympic athlete to try to teach me how to do network marketing. I would much rather have a veterinarian or a plumber or a housewife who's been in the trenches, learned the skills, learned the attitudes, who's developed leadership based upon uh, a duplicatable unified system not based upon their name to teach me how to do this business. And there just seems to be a trend that if we can get a celebrity, then everybody will run to the celebrity. That may be true, but the bottom line is what it, can a fitness expert teach me that a house that who's been, who hasn't done it, who's built it on their name, compared to a housewife who has done it. You, you follow what I'm saying? So the last trend is a celebrity credibility trend. Again, it's good for the industry. I'm glad. I hope more come. But you're extremely naive if that's what, if that is the only thing that pulls you to a company. If that is the only thing that pulls you to a company. Here's the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen. I think if we all sit back and look at this industry, we must ask ourselves how many more trends must occur before this industry returns to its roots. How many more trends must occur before this industry returns to its roots based upon truth, based upon telling people what they need to hear, not want to hear, based upon saying, hey, this industry is awesome. This industry is awesome. And if you'll run with me and you'll give me three to five years of your life and you'll do your part I promise you that I'm going to teach you the skills and attitudes necessary to build long-term passive residual income that can be passed down to your children and your grandchildren. I believe that that is the message that the masses want to hear, that they're sick and tired of the hype. They're sick and tired of watching leadership jump from company to company and pulling them around like they got a hook in their nose, a ring in their nose, that that we owe it to this industry and we owe it to the families of the men and women that are joining this industry every day to tell people the truth and return this industry to its roots. We owe it to the industry and we owe it to the people we must return to our roots. We must return to our roots. I hope this has made sense to you. And I hope that you will decide, if you need to, to make some changes. To understand that the two biggest benefits in this business, number one, and I believe this with all my heart, is the person you become. The personal development that's available in this industry. 
And I don't know how people can jump from program to program to program, and I don't care how much money you're making or what kind of home you live in or what kind of car you're driving. I don't know how some people sleep at night. The person you become should be the number one benefit of this business, and I believe when it's done based upon truth that it is the number one benefit. The number two benefit is the relationships that you develop, the friendships. When this business done correctly, when you truly do concentrate on helping other people get what they want, you'll be taken care of. But when you truly are value-focused and your concern is on helping your fellow man get rid of that J-O-B and that B-O-S-S, and when that's your focus, the relationships that can be developed, and this is what everybody misses, the loyalty, the loyalty factor. When people know that you have their best interest in mind, it creates a tremendous loyalty. The friendships you develop are the second greatest benefit this industry offers. There's nothing like it in corporate America or small business or anywhere. And the third benefit is the lifestyle and the income, the income that the lifestyle can give you. That's the third benefit. And when we get those benefits messed up and we start focusing on us and our income and take our focus off our fellow man and take our focus off becoming the right kind of person, uh, we're, we're going to have problems. And that's what I see all over this industry. And my sincere hope is that somehow something that I've said will inspire you to continue to tell people the truth continue to build that foundation and if you haven't been uh, to start and I guess the real person that, that I made this cassette for is the people that have come in this an industry the last six, seven, eight years and have created a paradigm of this industry is about jumping from program to program and finding the next hot deal I hope more than anything that your paradigm has been changed and that you understand that if you do this right that you sincerely, honestly can, and you know we've proven that you can develop long-term passive income that will be here for your children and your grandchildren. And in my estimation, that's the most important paradigm that you must have if you're going to be successful in network marketing. My hope and prayer for each one of you is success. Is success. And if I can play a small part in that, uh, that's my reward. I thank you for your attention. Uh, have a great day and uh, hope to talk to you real soon. Again, any of our, any of our, the articles that we've talked about can be brought up and read on our website at mlmhelp.com. Thank you and have a fantastic day. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.